Hello and welcome to another Cheeky Scientist News Show. I'm Isaiah and today we're talking about the new year. What is it going to take to get hired looking this year ahead? Well, there's a lot that we can look at at the end of last year that's going to show us what the trends are and the story, of course, overall is AI and how it may not take your job, but it is going to make getting hired much more challenging. This AI has permeated every part of the job search process and we're talking about resume filters, but it goes much deeper than that. It's using past resumes, thousands to ten thousands of past resumes to build an avatar for companies. Okay, so why is this important? Because the trend's not going anywhere. It's just going to become more stringent and it's permeating everywhere because they're looking at your social media history automatically. It's looking at your digital footprint, everything you've done online. I mean, some of the stuff that's coming out now, and I have some articles here that I've talked about it, is it'll try to predict if you're a stable person based on your Twitter feed. It'll look at your LinkedIn profile. If it doesn't see continuity on your LinkedIn profile with your resume, you won't get through. If it finds a bad review you gave a restaurant on Yelp, you won't get through. Okay, so these are the things that we have to be prepared for today. And how to be prepared? Stay on, on up to date with industry trends, right? You're here watching this. That's going to help. Uh, use AI to your advantage, right? You can understand AI by using AI that's on the consumer side, the, the job seeker side. And so what I want to talk to, about today is, uh, are some tools that you can use that are really going to help you. Not really one tool, but just these categories of tools that I want you to think about first moving into 2024. You're not going to be able to get away from this, okay? It's a great article, five AI trends that will influence your 2024 job search. Number one, personalized career guidance. AI career coaches, okay? They're not very good right now but they are available 24 seven. You can ask for this generalized advice. The problem is, is if you have an advanced degree, if you have a PhD, EDD, some other advanced degree, you're in the top 2% of the most educated people in the world, okay? This AI is not built for you. It doesn't understand your skills. G getting uh, something to help you not be seen as both underqualified and overqualified at the same time, not gonna happen right now, but those coaches, coaches are available. Number two, AI enhanced resume optimization. Now this, is much more viable even for high level resumes like the one that you'll have to put together to get hired into industry. Okay, because you can give a great prompt to AI and say, okay, read this bullet point. How can I make it better? How can I make it match this job posting better? And you can do that throughout your entire resume. The key is to break it down. And this is something we'll continue to talk about. Number three, skill prediction models. This is a big area, skill prediction models, okay? One of the challenges job seekers face is staying ahead of the curve in terms of skill requirements, generative AI is introducing skill prediction models that forecast the skills in demand for specific industries and roles. So not only can you put the entire job posting into AI and say, what are the skills that are the most important according to this job posting and other job postings like it, do a review online, other job postings like it, feed 20 different job postings into AI, say, what are the skills you see? That kind of predictive modeling. Based on online research, what are the skills that are the most important to get on a resume? To get through today's ATS system, you should be asking AI those questions. Virtual networking assistants. I think the big thing here is it's going to help you adapt the networking scripts you're sending out. I mean, I've had many people come to me and say, hey, I had this recruiter reach out to me and they said this. And it was very specific, so I knew it wasn't spam. One look at it, uh, that's AI, <laughs> okay? You're not going to be able to tell spam anymore, and others won't either. But you'll still have to have really good prompts. And it just means you'll have to get more specific when reaching out to somebody so you can really show them right off the bat in the first sentence that it's you, a human, and not AI. It's going to get harder and harder to separate the two. AI-driven interview preparation. This is one of the big areas you got to use AI for. Have AI ask you questions. Give your answers back. 
Okay, even if you have to just give it a transcript, there's some AI tools out there that will understand what you're saying in terms of the audio, uh, even video, but if you have to transcribe it or just type out your answers to start, it's a great way to learn. It'll, it'll evaluate you. Great way to get some interview help without having to have another person do a full mock interview. What else is trending this year? Well, I love this article. It's called The Essential Skills for a Resume That You Need to Have This Year. Just came out this year, uh, a few days ago. Best skills to put on a resume. It starts with transferable skills. The real argument it makes is that there's both hard skills and soft skills, of course, but these transferable skills are required to make hiring managers feel comfortable with you. If you just put hard skills on and they have lists by job types from anything from software engineering to operations to project management, product management, uh, talks about anything from design software to operation systems, scripting and automation. I mean, very, very hard skills. But it says before you put those on your resume, you have to balance them with problem solving skills, critical thinking skills, listening skills, communication skills, time management skills, and project management skills. In fact, it says those six are gonna be the most important for 2024, I'll read them again. Problem solving skills, critical thinking skills, listening skills, communication skills, time management skills, and project management skills. New you, new career. How to get your 2024 job hunt off to a fresh start in January. What I like about this article is it talks about the most common questions or problems that we have, right? So I don't know where to start. If you don't know where to start in your job search, you gotta start with targets. If you can't figure out a specific job title that's right for you, start at the company level. What companies might allow you to live out your ideal professional lifestyle? Can't figure out a company, think in terms of the sector. Can't think of a sector, think of the activities themselves. Once they have the words, the nomenclature, they can really dive in and start to look at the companies that are right for them in that sector. You can do a simple search online uh, using Google's lookalike algorithm by saying, you know, you find one company in, in learning and development, company XYZ, similar companies. I'll give you a whole list of companies. Or just top companies in the learning and development sector. Once you have those targets, that's, that's real power. That's how you start. Um, one of the other questions was, I don't know how to network in a way that feels good. Networking is never going to feel good. Okay, like it's always gonna feel weird or awkward because we're not used to networking. Networking is a value exchange, but in a job search, you don't feel like you have any value. The hiring manager can get you a job, value. Uh, somebody who works at the company you wanna work at can give you a referral, value, but you think you have no value to offer. In fact, there's some articles here that talk about the importance of doing this. Um, this, this article, I really like. If you're looking for a job, you need to use this simple template. So. This is a great framework for writing networking scripts in today's job market. It's called the HIRE template. That's the acronym, HIRE. H means have a hook, right? Mention something that's specific about the person. They call it the verbal handshake. I think of it this way. You wanna lower their threat response. When you reach out to somebody like we're talking about before, the first thing they think, is this spam? Does this person know me? Are they trying to get something from me, right? Is this phishing? We all think about that. Who, are, who is this person? What do they want? Why are they reaching out to me? So you gotta mention something specific that shows you're human right away. And the best thing that you can mention is something that they posted on social media, like LinkedIn. Something they posted. They know that if they post something on social media that it's public, or if they like something on social media, it's public. If you mention that, they'll be, it'll really initiate the law of reciprocation instead of a threat response. They'll say, oh, I put something out there publicly, they're just responding to this. Hey, I saw we both like the same post on LinkedIn on XYZ. Hey, I recently saw your post on, on LinkedIn. I thought to reach out. That's all you got to do. That's the hook. Then it says inspire, right? So H for hook, I for inspire. We're halfway to the higher acronym if you're following along. Right, so inspire means mention something they've accomplished. Inspire them. Talk about an article they published. 
talk about a recent promotion that they had something. There's lots of information on their LinkedIn profile. Just mention the fact that you want to congratulate them on their role at the company. After all, you want to get into a job at their company, you say congratulations on your success in XYZ role. That's all you got to do. Then R, reinforce. I think this R should have been rationale. Right? Reinforce your, why are you, re why are you reaching out? You, you want to say congratulations. Mention something that you have in common. Right? So I think this, could, this R could be relevancy, like for something you have in common. We both follow the same, same LinkedIn group. We both follow the same influencers or top voices on LinkedIn. Right? Something that just shows rationale for rapport. It could have been rapport. And then finally, the E in higher, engagement. Right? So you want to have a call to action, but not for them to help you right away, just to connect. Would you be interested in connecting? Right? That's all you want to say. Or, or, or give them something or ask them a simple, basic question, like a yes, no question, because if they get back to you, now it's not a monologue anymore, a reach out, it's actually a dialogue. Okay, four ways to excel at networking, even if it doesn't come naturally to you. Forget your fear. Yes, you're going to fear rejection, but I also think we fear, we fear just feeling weird or unethical. So remember, it's ethical to reach out, okay? It's a social norm to reach out in job searching. They expect it from you. That's the whole reason LinkedIn exists. It might be weird, might be against the social norm in academia, might be against the social norm even in some industry jobs, but not in a job search. It's completely normal. I really like this article just for number two. Well, I would say two and four. Right, number two is target influencers. Yes, find the people at the company you're interested in who have the biggest social media following, the biggest following on LinkedIn. Go look through profiles or just go and see who's posting on the actual company's page. It's likely some of those people. LinkedIn will show you who's at the top of the list of the company. Those people are likely the influencers. Look for those that have the most activity and then reach out to them. They're busy on social media. They're busy on LinkedIn, which is social media. They're the best ones to reach out to. I think that was great advice by thinking of that word influencer, but for the company, the company's influencers. And then close the sale, right? You're selling yourself. Have you ever heard selling into the close? Always be trying to move the needle to something else that's going to help you get in more information. Not necessarily a referral, but a question like, can you tell me about any positions that might be coming up in your company's pipeline? That's easy for them to say. That's not as intense as, can I get a referral? Is there anyone else you could introduce me to who could tell me more about what it's like to work here? Any advice you have for someone like me that's, in this, that, that's trying to get hired into a company like this? Just asking for advice. Again, not a referral. This article is a tough one to read, but... I want to share it with you. It's from CNBC. Job data shows two kinds of workers, the haves and the has-nots. Getting hired right now is extremely challenging, okay? And the, the job search data is confusing, and that's what I'm going to close on today. You're going to see low unemployment rates forever. For, this is for a variety of reasons. Unemployment data has always been very easy to manipulate by any administration, okay? Because jobs data is always looked at. So I understand it probably doesn't make sense. Like, wait a second, it seems like job reports are good, unemployment's low. Not for the type of job you want to get. Somebody with a high education degree, okay? You're looking for skilled labor, skilled job, highly skilled. Those jobs are tighter than ever. That job market is, is very, very contracted. There's plenty of blue collar jobs though, the lower skilled jobs, right? This is why you can, you know, I've mentioned this many times, you can, get a floor supervisor job at a fast food restaurant for $80,000, if not six figures. Okay, it's been published many times. UPS is giving out $180,000 compensation packages to people driving and dropping off packages. Meanwhile, our wages are shrinking. So you gotta get serious about understanding this. And that's what it means by the, ha that's what it's talking about. It's right here in CNBC, the haves and the have nots. Okay, so there's gonna be people that actually get into the highest of the high level 
skilled jobs that aren't taken over by AI, aren't being, you know, there's this upward pressure from AI and just lots of automated systems and software that can do a lot of the, especially the administrative stuff. Or are you gonna get into one of these higher level jobs that actually requires your degree? If not, you really will be a have not. You, you might be able to take refuge in academia in a kind of a bachelor entry level jobs, but those are gonna get eaten up too, mainly by AI, other software systems, et cetera. And you're gonna be looking down, so to speak, right at the, at the blue collar, lower skilled jobs. That's why I say down to lower skilled jobs by definition. I mean, thinking, why am I not working as an electrician? Why am I not working at UPS? Why am I dropping off Amazon packages or working as a floor supervisor if I can make more than what I'm making now? I mean, it's, it's, it's already happening. The haves and the haves and are right there. There's, there's people that are working at, in fast food, librarians, garbage collectors in some states. We actually have written articles on this. Paid more than people that are doing postdocs or TAs or even sometimes junior or senior faculty, depending on the institution. It's not going anywhere, okay? The have or the have not, you gotta be serious. And when you're looking at data, and that's this last article, what to expect if you wanna switch jobs in 2024, it's hard to know what to expect. You know, there's charts in here, of course, that talks about the US job openings. It says 2021, they're up, and then they've consistently gone down. They're actually down much further than this. If you look at the data of how many jobs are, are opening, the jo only jobs that are open, well, the majority of the jobs that are opening, I'm talking to the tune of like 70% are part-time jobs or jobs in the same household that already has a job, as in a second, like a, a, not the second person in the household, but like the same person in the household getting a second job. Part-time jobs and second jobs are responsible for most of the current job growth, okay? So you, you have to look more closely at this data. And I say that because things are contracting, they're just getting worse. It means take your job search seriously. Stay on the cutting edge, keep learning this stuff. Learn about generative AI. Keep advancing your career, because we're in for a, a major shift. If you do a basic search online for white collar job market, skilled job market, you're gonna see the shift that's happening. And it, it is a major shift and a lot of you are feeling it. If you're watching this, you're likely feeling it. You gotta stay ahead of it by knowing where the job market's going, upskilling in the right way. And obviously the biggest upskill you can do is learning how to execute a job search process at the professional level. This takes us to the end of today's new show. As always, stay current and keep advancing your career.